You're listening to ReachMD. This activity entitled Care HK in HF, Designing a Real-World Study to Identify Barriers to Guideline-Directed RASI Therapy, is provided by Medtelligence and is part of the Global Heart Failure Academy initiative, supported by an independent educational grant from V4. In this brief audio abstract, Dr. Mikhail Kosoboro discusses the design and rationale behind the CARE HK in HF study that aims to better understand the real-world clinical practices influencing RASI treatment decisions and the effect on outcomes in patients with or at risk of hyperkalemia. Hi, everyone. I'm Mikhail Kusaborat, cardiologist and vice president for research at St. Luke's Mid-America Heart Institute in Kansas City, Missouri, and a professor of medicine at the University of Missouri, Kansas City School of Medicine. Today, we'll be talking about the rationale and design for the CARE-HK study, which is supported by VI4 Pharma. And the background for the study, the design and rationale for which we're presenting at the Heart Valley Society of America is that we have significant knowledge gaps in patients with heart failure that are candidates for running angiotensinal aldosterone system inhibitors, or RASI. And RASI has been shown to reduce the risk of hospitalizations and mortality in this patient population. Furthermore, current heart failure treatment guidelines strongly recommend RASI at specified target doses to reduce the risk of death and complications in patients with heart failure. But despite that, RASI is often downtraded, discontinued, or not even initiated in patients with heart failure. And one of the leading reasons for that is fear of hyperkalemia, uh, which is typically defined as a serum potassium of 5 milliequivalents per liter or greater. So patients that have had prior history of hyperkalemia or at risk uh, frequently not started or potentially, if they are on RASI, that once they develop hyperkalemia, the doses of RASI are downtraded or they may even, those medications may even be discontinued. Now, we do have a novel potassium binders that emerging as one potential treatment option those patients to enable optimal RASI. And one of those novel potassium binders is pterimer, which is non-absorbed potassium binder, which exchanges calcium for potassium in a GI tract and therefore lowers serum potassium in a dose-dependent manner. Prior clinical trials of pterimer have shown that it may enable more heart failure patients to initiate and remain an optimal RASI therapy and it also provides effective long-term potassium control for up to one year. Now, what we don't know is what actually happens with RASI decision-making around RASI and RASI doses in patients that develop hyperkalemia at high risk overall, and we also don't know what happens in patients that may be treated with epitermer in real-world clinical practice. So we specifically designed the carriage k registry to cover those knowledge gaps. So accordingly, we have two primary objectives. Uh, the first is to compare RASI treatment patterns in a real-world clinical practice to what's actually recommended by the treatment guidelines in patients with heart failure and in relation to their hyperkalemia status. And the second is to specifically examine that in patients that are and are not treated with pterimer. Now, this is an observational registry. There is absolutely no requirement for patients to be treated in a certain way. And if patients actually are started on potassium binders, like on pterimer specifically, that is completely at the discretion of treating physician. And we're just passively following what happens to those patients in an observational manner. So it's a large global registry. We'll be recruiting patients at approximately 185 sites in 11 countries. 
We plan to enroll about 5,000 patients. These patients will be adults with chronic heart failure who either had hyperkalemia in the last couple of years or at high risk for developing hyperkalemia and have had a measurement of left ventricular ejection fraction in the past 24 months. We'll be enrolling patients over a 24-month period and they will have about 24 months of follow-up. So patients will be prospectively followed for about two and four years, between two and four years. And there will also be a retrospective component as well. So it's really going to be a lot of data, a clinically relevant data. And as I mentioned, we'll be measuring what happens with Rossi before and after hyperkalemic events, long and short term. And also uh, we'll be looking at it specifically in patients that are and are not treated with spatiromer. If you would like to learn more about the study or would like to get involved and potentially engage with the study, there is additional information that's included in the poster that can be helpful with that. And again, the poster is being presented at the Heartfield Society of America Congress. And with that, thanks very much. And I look forward to sharing more data with you from the study in the coming months and years. You've been listening to ReachMD. This activity is provided by Medtelligence and is part of the Global Heart Failure Academy initiative, supported by an independent educational grant from V4. To download this activity, go to reachmd.com slash heartfailure. Thank you for listening.